Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Silver. I'm Miss Kit. And I'm Mix Cat. And today, we're discussing... Love languages. So to start off, uh, Kit, what is, what is a love language? That's Silver's job, not mine. <laughs> Silver, what is a love language? <laughs> I literally just asked you before the recording started. And you already forgot? <laughs> so to start off, a love language is uh, just a way that you express affection. And there are five different uh, types of love languages. Uh, Kit, since you have the outline pulled up in front of you, would you like to list them off for us? Sure. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Yes. And there's lots of different ways that those can manifest. Um, Anywhere from, like, very soft things to very, like, uh, harsh, intense things. And people often have different types of receiving and giving love languages. And deciphering those love languages is a good way to understand how people feel about you and if you understand that someone's love language is different than yours and you can see that maybe something that you thought was minor is very major for them mm-hmm. like for example um uh kit you one of your love languages is um giving gifts um yes whereas uh one of mine is receiving gifts so we have like very compatible love languages uh, but let's yes. say, for example, I was like a very anxious individual uh, and I noticed you giving me a lot of gifts and, you know, you know that I'm very appreciative of them, uh, but, you know, it's not really in my love language as I didn't, uh, it, it's a possibility that, you know, we might uh, be anxious about, oh, am I giving too much? Is that, uh, is that am I overwhelming them? Uh, and then on my end, I, I could be like, oh, am I not giving enough and such like that. Um, yeah, but like, like it can get especially awkward with money involved for people that aren't comfortable with like their financial status or like being able to like give back like the same like like money is such a big factor, unfortunately, in the American culture that like that can be a problem if it's not like talked or thought out beforehand. So let's just go through the love languages and talk about them each a little bit, starting with the words of affirmation, compliments, words of encouragement, telling people what a good job they did. And I wouldn't call this a love language, but it's one of my friend languages, definitely. I mean, friendship is a type of love. Because I thrive on being told I did good. (laughs) love does not necessarily have to be romantic yeah Mm -hmm. i mean just like we talked about last week was it yeah was it like the original greek there's like three kinds of love there's like like familial love love. (laughs) i mean probably i thought there was also five kinds of love like there's five kind of love languages uh i'm pretty sure there's like eight or ten different greek words for love all i remember right now is eros uh there's agape uh there's uh we can pull up a list later (laughs) yeah as far as as far as my personal understanding and like the way i think about it there's like familial love for family Mm -hmm. there's like 
I, I wouldn't know what to call it, but like friendship love for like close friends. It's like platonic love. It sounds weird, friendship loved, it's, but like, you know. It's it's called platonic silver. <laughs> there we go, platonic love. Because Plato obviously didn't have sex with uh all of the dudes. <laughs> no! <laughs> and uh I mean, and we don't know was like the typical all. romantic love. Yeah. But uh words of affirmation is a good one in you know compliments or just saying oh hey you're doing great and like I don't count it as one of mine but honestly I thrive on it because of my anxiety if you tell me I'm doing a good job it makes me very happy and I'm I'm like a dog <laughs> yep I I yep that that is basically the way that I feel I'd say it's probably one of the major ones for me is just like being able to let go of any feelings of not being enough like like just thinking and knowing that I'm enough is just like the big thing for me like that's always been a fear from good lord god knows how long yeah it's it's something a lot of people struggle with is someone telling them that it's like that thing I read it's like on purpose I will love you on purpose or or what's that quote um loving me is a thankless task and not for me, not if it's you. I can't remember where those quotes originate from. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure which quote you're talking about. Know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've read them on Same. Pinterest. That's all I know about them. <laughs> which means they were probably stolen from somewhere else. <laughs> probably. I mean, the uh, person who actually put them on Pinterest, I'm pretty sure quoted the original source material, but I just don't remember it. Right. Yeah. Remember to cite your sources. It's important. <laughs> Very important. Like, you would not believe how much trouble that can get you in in college and school. In life? And, yeah, just life in general. If in doubt, credit, always. So what were you saying, Kit? Afterwards of affirmation is quality time, which is just, you know, spending time with other people and having that time to talk and hang out. Um, a good example of this would be a story I read about someone who hung out with someone at that was at a friend at their college, and one day they were supposed to meet for lunch, and the friend was running late and literally like ran up to them, and they're like, oh, you don't have to run. I don't mind waiting. And the friend was like, oh, but you're always so busy. I don't get to spend as much time with you, and I want to make every second count. And that was a whole thing about... Yeah. That guy's like, oh, this isn't just a quality friendship. They really care about the time we spend together because they expressed through quality time and the love languages didn't match up, so he didn't realize it first. Mm-hmm. Again, I would, I, would, I would cite that if I could remember who said it. <laughs> we literally just talked about this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that doesn't even... I mean, especially in today's day and age, it doesn't even need to be in person. Although most of the time, yeah, it's probably better because then you could integrate a lot more of the other love languages into it as well mm-hmm. and make it more like whole functioning. But like even just like Discord, Skype, whatever, Literally online what communication the that we use. Yes. TeamSpeak, if people still use that. Yeah, a lot of our time is spent online. Back in my day. A lot of time we spend together, the three of us, is online, but that doesn't mean it's any less quality because, like, we hang out, we talk, we update each other on our lives, we share things that are going on, and we gush over cute things happening. 
Over cats. Over cats? Over cats? It's the problem of being how many states away? How many states are between Virginia and Texas? Well, Virginia is, like, way north, and Texas is, like, as far south as you can get. (laughs) Let's see. It is 2,033 kilometers. This air distance travel time is equal for this... Air distance is equal to 1,263 miles distance from Texas to Virginia, according to Google. (laughs) That's a lot of distance. Just because we're far apart doesn't mean that we're not spending quality time together. We still hang out all the time and talk and chat and gripe about life and give advice and gush over cats. Be general idiots. (laughs) Yes. So next up we have acts of service and so these are just like um things that you do for someone else uh so like uh doing taking time to like do some chores for someone or or or, like doing tasks to make someone else's life easier doing the dishes or you know cleaning the carpets or whatever and things like that that are ways that someone can show that they listen and care. Um, I read something about someone who said that she would say things like, oh, as soon as I finish the dishes, I can start on the carpets and then I'm done for the day. And while she's doing the dishes, her brother would go and clean all the carpets so she didn't have to. Things like that. Doing things that you notice other people would need done. That's a big one. My mom's like, why don't you do more dishes? And I'm like, oh, it's not one of my giving ones. It's hard. (laughs) Another opportunity to say how much we all love your mom. <laughs> Another opportunity. <laughs> Another opportunity. Your mom is awesome. So that brings us to our, our final uh, act of service. Uh, from you our, totally um... skipped one, cat. Did I? Gifts. You skipped gifts. We went right from quality time to acts you of did. service. Whoops. I can't read. <laughs> Oof. So receiving gifts. Uh, as we explained in the beginning, um, just or to know, giving gifts on the other side. Yeah, giving and receiving gifts, yeah. and it doesn't even have to be, you know, something big. It could be like, oh, I went on a walk today and I found this shiny rock. I thought you'd like it. <laughs> I love shiny things. Okay, I I saw this post. I think it was like on Instagram or something, and it was like some guy. Like, he had a picture of his girlfriend's face or whatever and was, like, trying to find the exact rock that matched the eye color. And it's just, like, simple little things. Like, it's not even about the money. It's about the time spent. It's the gesture. in trying to find something. And the gesture, yeah. Okay, but that is literally the cutest thing. I thought that was, like, the cutest thing. Yeah. It is so cute. The exact color. Oh, my gosh. I would die. I would love that. That is really cute sounds so adorable guys okay something you'll learn i'm a sucker for love i adore it i think it's so cute why are we all hopeless romantics here (laughs) i am a hopeless romantic oh my gosh i am i just want that connection and that adorable moment of cute i just do love the 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 concept of a really ideal relationship hard to find though. It's a shame that the concept of an ideal relationship is like so totally different from most actual relationships. Right. Finding a relationship is part of the hard part. 
once you're in like a stable relationship, you, it, it's not that it, it you can like talk about things and like turn it into an ideal relationship. But finding yes. a relationship is hard. Off topic. Yes. <laughs> is it though? A little. Because <laughs> our last love language, our last love language, this time it's actually the last one. Yes. <laughs> is going to be um, physical touch. Now, the place we pulled this from puts, you know, I don't want to say it. Intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> that. At the the light worst worst. We're such children. <laughs> Bruh. But it doesn't have to be, you know, that. It can be cuddles or just holding hands or a big one for me is hugs. I love hugs. I love giving hugs. I love getting hugs. Hold me, squeeze me, make me lose my breath. I want to crush someone with my hugs. Can confirm it hurts. But I mean it in love. <laughs> <laughs> and like whenever I'm at work, anytime I um I, I always make a point to uh make sure uh the, the co-workers that I'm closest with, I always make sure to hug them before I go so that they know that they're appreciated. I mean it also could be, like, more subtle things, like, just, like, touching people's shoulders and stuff more often, like, touching them just to, like, say, hey, look over here sort of thing, like, just, like, small gestures. Shoulder bumps. Like, not everything has to be, yeah, shoulder bumps, like, not everything has to be, like, these grandiose. And most of the time, people do, like, a lot of these smaller things without even, like, realizing it, just, like, totally subconsciously, and may take for granted a lot of other things that people do, without, like, totally realizing the intention behind it. And that's kind of, like, the point of, of a love language. It's it's just kind of, like, intrinsic to who you are. It's not really something that you normally think about until you're yep. you sort of put on the spot about it. <laughs> Like and, like, how? sometimes thinking about it is good just in the sense of it makes you focus on it more and realize everything that everyone does for you. And it lets you really appreciate the people around you a lot more. Because, like, especially when you get stuck in a rut and you're down, like, it, it gets harder to notice all the little things. Like, you want to look for all these big things. But, like, sometimes people just don't have the energy to do all these grandiose things sometimes. So just, just like, looking... And just, like, tons of little things can sometimes, and most of the time, amount to more than one big thing. Yeah. And it's, like, good to be, it's good to be introspective um, and, like, sort of know that about you. And, like, every once in a while, uh, like, ask your friends about it. Um, just so that, you know, you can have a little bit of better of an understanding of, of each other. And if there's ever, like, a breakdown of communication, um, you can, you, you have a better understanding of, like, where to come to where to come from from it yeah like one it, it kind of sucks I, I don't know if it's necessarily the same among like female relationships but like it, it's such a like standard of like guys to not show feelings or like talk to each other emotionally but like it it, it is important to like break down that barrier just be awkward for a minute and like tell your bros you love them like Honestly? I don't know if that's different in, like, female-female, like, friendships or anything. Are you kidding? I literally tell my friends I love them all the time, which is literally just you guys, but, you know. <laughs> I was thinking, like, back when Kat identified as female, we would often be just like, I love you to each other, and it was just chill, and there was nothing about it. Yeah. 
But another big thing is you got to respect other people's love languages. And that's something that I really did want to talk about was in my family, we all have extremely varying love languages. There's me, the hugger. My mom is not a hugger. My mom is an action person. But she will hug me when I need it. She'll be there to hold me. And she'll be the last to let go. She'll let me let go first. And she gets kind of irritated because... I do this thing where I'll just scream, brace yourself! And then I'll, like, run for her and <laughs> slam into her with a hug. It's, like, it's so scary. But she's never told me to stop, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what's the term glomping? Is that? Yes. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just physically aged about 15 years. That is an old term, but it is accurate. Is it? What I do. It's just like, that's the way you described it to me before we met in person for the first time. It's like, I don't, I don't know the word. I had not heard it before, but. Yes, the term is glomping. (laughs) And another thing is, some people will love quietly. Like my brother Karth, I think we've mentioned before, loves quietly. Last episode, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't do big gestures. He doesn't like gifts. He doesn't do a lot of physical affection. He'll let me hug him, though. If I want a hug, he will hug me. It's reluctant and begrudging, but it happens. But one of the big things I've noticed about Karf's love language is there was a time where we have a long, uh, wide driveway where all of our cars can fit across. And at one point, I mentioned to my mom that... I didn't like the spot I was parking at because the tree I was parking under kept leaving stuff all over my car and it was mm-hmm. irritating to me. And then the next day when I got home, Karth had parked in my spot, so his spot was open for me. I remember that. I mean, that's another thing that like I feel like I should say based on like that description. It's like a lot of people in their love languages don't even necessarily say it to like the person that they're that they're saying like you could just come home from work and like your brother or your sister your significant other whatever had done chores without like saying anything just like doing things without necessarily being seen doing them or doing them in the background sort of thing can also be a part of that like because i i think i remember you saying that like he didn't say anything about it he just did it like that was just like yeah. It's like, I didn't even talk to him about it. I talked to my mom about it, and he happened over here. And it's things like that, like noticing what someone else needs or wants and taking action without them having to ask for it. Like, yeah, that, that's my family love languages. What about y'all? What love language dynamics do you guys got? So in my family, um, you know, a lot of... Uh, the people in my family, we were all uh, diagnosed with autism. Um, well, I take that back. I and my brother have been diagnosed with Asperger's. Uh, and then by extrapolation of our behaviors, we have deduced that my mom and my grandmother also have Asperger's. <laughs> uh, but they were not officially diagnosed. They just had to sort of make it on their own, make it till they made it. Um, and so as a result, uh, we sort of have a hard time expressing our feelings. Um, and we sort can't of, confirm. <laughs> and we have a hard time, um, with like physical touch. 
Um, we, we don't really like hug each other that often. I've always felt really weird about um, like kissing my grandma. Um, uh, and so uh, one thing that developed recently um, that I've noticed uh, we all sort of are a little bit more comfortable with uh, back when COVID first started, um, we had to go over to my grandma's house um, to get something. And so because, you know, she's elderly, I didn't want to make her sick. So I had a mask on uh, and I just, I, I kissed my fingers uh, and then we, we, we just finger touched. Uh, and that's just how we've, we've Aww. kissed each other since then. <laughs> and it's just been like a nice, sweet little thing. Um, that's cute. Yeah. It's about finding things that work between you and the person that you're trying to express to. Yeah, Like, it exactly. doesn't even need to fit into, like, a category. It's, like, absolutely personalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then also, um, uh, my mom, uh, she has uh, really bad hips and knees. Uh, and so a lot of the time she will uh, ask me uh, to help her with a lot of chores, Um and, you know, I gladly do it. You know, I, I live in this house for free, so um, it's, it's the least that I can do. Um, and, and she doesn't really have any intention of kicking me out anytime soon. Uh, so I might as well help contribute. And so in return, since she knows she can't really, like, do much to contribute uh, when she's in such a state, she, she offers to, uh, you know, splurge and buy me Starbucks or something of the like to you know sort of make up for the spent energy that you know she couldn't really uh help compensate for (laughs) and that's part of your love language too is getting gifts Mm -hmm. i do like receiving gifts i always so sometimes i do feel a little bit selfish because i have a lot of friends that like giving gifts and, you know, I'm a great person to give gifts to. I'm always very, very appreciative of gifts. And I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I always, I, I, I keep things for extremely long periods of time because they always have a lot of sentimental value. Um, and I, I always, I can't always return the gesture. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, people like want to give me gifts when I, I, I want to get gifts. <laughs> it's like i'm not opposed to getting gifts i like gifts i like presents mm-hmm. but part of me feels bad anytime like i want presents so i just prefer you know i like being held <laughs> i like being hugged yeah and i just i see things and i think of someone and i'm like oh they'd like that and then they have a good reaction and it makes me happy yeah like when i went to vegas recently and i brought cat home a souvenir oh uh, yeah the the mug the mug, and you liked it a lot. I did. It had a unicorn on it. I figured you would. <laughs> Always a safe bet. Uh, remember that one Christmas where, um, you know, I couldn't really get you anything, and so I made you those coupons? <laughs> yes, I have cashed in none of them. <laughs> That's not Thanks. true. You cashed in your two sticks of mamba. <laughs> that is My actually My family did that once. Like, and your trail ride. When I was younger. I'm still holding those coupons over Cat's head. <laughs> it has been five years. Yeah, it's it's a good idea when you don't really know what to get someone, but you know that you can do something for someone. Yeah, and it makes them feel less awkward about asking for things. Like it, yeah, 
it can sometimes be awkward to ask for like a hug or something so if you have like a coupon that's just like i give you hug giant hug it, it like removes like that awkwardness of having to ask in mm-hmm. a way or at least diminishes it a little bit yeah so what about you silver what kind of love languages have you noticed in your family oh boy my family is a mess <laughs> aren't aren't all families a mess Yes, to varying degrees. Uh, mine is definitely just, like, words of affection, of encouragement. I think it was words of encouragement, words of affection. Affirmation. Whatever. Affirmation. Close enough. Like, I I very much am a person that just likes talking and being real with people and just, like, connecting, vibing. Hanging out. I'm a very, yeah, I'm a very, like intimate verbally person and my mom gets that and like we vibe well my dad is very much someone that just wants attention and focus on him which can be kind of difficult because like jealousy problems but it's a process because part of it is knowing where the struggles are to try and avoid slash manage them And knowing where there are clashes is important for knowing that, like, when things aren't, like, personally directed at people or it's just, like, a happenstance of just, like, weird differences and, like, the way people express themselves and such. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a short one because we've covered all the basic love languages and we've covered how we give and receive love and noting that other people look at it differently than you. Um... It's a big thing also to notice that when you have a lot of different personalities going on in the household, like right now, it is me and my mom and my sister and my foster sister, and we are all very different people who express things in different ways, and it's kind of difficult to just adjust between all four of us so that everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. Especially when Karth comes over and then it's five of us and we're like, all trying to get along, which <laughs> never happens. Drama is something that is inevitable. Especially when you got four siblings in the house. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, anyway, that was a nice, short, sweet episode. Yeah, pay attention to other people's love languages, and you may realize that maybe someone cares about you more than you think, or maybe you might realize that you have different ways of expressing and there's other things that you can do to make someone else happy that you care about. And it's all just about, you know, honestly, it all boils down to noticing the other person. Yes. And respecting the differences in your means of expression. Well, thank you for tuning in, everyone. This has been Mr. Silver. I'm Miss Kit. And I'm Mix Cat. Stay tuned.